0: What's up ladies and gents, this is Mike Hitley, host of the Hitley Group Real Estate Show. The podcast was designed to show business professionals who happens to have a license to sell real estate, how you can make money outside of just selling a piece of property. We are talking to entrepreneurs that's making things happen. Continue to tune in. Hey ladies and gents, this is Mike Hitley. we are back. Another great episode on the Headley Group Real Estate Show. Uh, we got a brother right here who's changing the narrative in his market. Um, again, full transparency, you know, my, my team saw what he was doing on social media, and we said his brother could be a great fit for the show and for the audience uh, because we speak the same language. His brother been, has been, been in the business for eight years, and clearly at the resume, $28 million sold and helped 94 families in 2021. Want To give a warm welcome, Mr. Jarrell Fields with the New War Real Estate Group in Charlotte.
1: Hey, you going, brother?
0: I'm doing well. How about yourself? Oh man, it's just a great thing, brother. Uh, like I said, uh, uh, uh thank you for taking time out for being on the show. No, and, thank you for me. Uh, and, and I see you doing some wonderful things, like I said, in that market as it continues to grow and expand. So, uh, Jarrell, let me you know. People always want to know they, you know, to hear about the business, they, you know, as far as selling a piece of property, buying a piece of property. But a lot of times people want to know who's the legend behind everything, right? The man, the man. Okay, okay. So, Jarell, you got you got into the real estate field. What was that itch? What was that scratch to say, you know something? I want to go down this lane here.
1: Yeah, I, I'll tell you, man. 20, uh, 2013, I bought my first house. Me and my wife bought our first house and um, didn't really have a good experience with the agent. And Mm to be honest with you, man, I I hear that a lot. You know, a lot of people I talk to that get into the business, they're like, oh man, I hated my agent, so I figured I could do it if Mm -hmm. they could do it. Um, But I didn't immediately do that, right? I I had a bad experience Mm -hmm. and um, just kind of ran with it, but I understood the process of buying a house. Mm -hmm. Uh, In 2015, I was approached by someone at my previous job and they were like, you know, you're too good to be here, man. Why are you still doing this? Mm. I'm like, what do you mean by that? What else you got in mind? Like, you should okay. try like real estate. You know, you're really good with with people, relationships. Um, you know, talking. You know, you're not you're not afraid to have the conversations and stuff. So, I was like, well, you know, you know, I'm, I'm not really good with commission only jobs, but you know, mm. we'll see, we'll okay. see. And, um, she actually uh, paid for me to do the class. She was like, really? oh, that's, yeah, four hundred twenty four dollars. She was like, four hundred twenty four dollars. Here you go. This, that's, I'll sign you up for the class. And uh, signed up for the class and literally the second day of class I just fell in love with the information really yeah wow. it, was, uh, it was the first class was more like the introduction to it and it's like oh this is what we're gonna talk about I was like why am I here <laughs> and then okay okay, okay. And uh, like I said the second day of class we, we our first discussion was about agency mm. so when we got into the agency part of it and relationships and and the contracts of the agency and what we're required to do, I was like, man, my agent didn't do none of this. Mm. I was like, well, I can, I can really do this. So, mm. uh, yeah, just, just fell in love with him, man. The information that came after that was, was amazing, um, and and, uh, and and really life changing, man. So, uh, got in 2015, and
0: here I am, you know. Mm, nice. Yeah. You, you, you mentioned, and again, we're gonna peel that on your back a little bit. You, the person that paid for the class, were they already into the business? They just have yeah, so to. So she that was a
1: uh, she's a she was a broker in charge for Caldwell Banker gotcha. um, at the time. So okay. she, I, just to give you a little bit of backstory, I was a golf pro. So okay. I ran. Yeah, we
0: want all the story, brother. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah so yeah, i yeah. actually I was, a, I was a golf pro man i after co- i played college golf and tried to play professionally for a little bit and then okay. uh, teaching teaching golf at a uh, local country club out here in charlotte and okay. uh, one, of, one of the members at the country club was a broker in charge at caldwell banker and mm. she was the one that kind of just pulled me to the side and was like man you are you are way too good at you know." At life to be to be stuck here, and mm. um, yeah, so she really just took an interest in what I was and how I carried myself, and uh, really just—I mean, looking back at it, four hundred twenty-four dollars probably wasn't a lot for her, but <laughs> so uh, she was like, gotcha, here, gotcha, go. gotcha,
0: gotcha, gotcha. "Here you go." But um,
1: but yeah, it was—I uh, mean, just that little bit of faith that she had in me, you know, it was—it was cool. It's that's what that's what got everything
0: started. You so, know, it's interesting. A lot of times. Uh, you know, you, you can see the talent and people, their strengths versus they can't see. Yep. So like I said, she saw something in you. Uh, you said the communication, she said you was great communicator. Uh, you was great with people. Mm-hmm. Clearly, you and I know just like in this industry, that's one of the top assets you can have. We yeah. interacting with people. Right. Yep. Um, as you see, you know, as far as your team and and, and and they're interacting with, you know, with different clients. Do you kind of stress that component or when you're bringing them on board, do you kind of look for that? So, yeah, I mean, one of the things
1: that I wanted to focus on, we started out as a team. So mm. in May of 2019, mm. uh, when I launched my team, nice. uh, I, you know, I, I wanted people to be an extension of me. I had nice. a big book of business, but I couldn't maintain everybody and give them 100%. So I knew right. in order for me to grow, I had to create agents or uh, allow for agents to, to be an extension of me and provide the same service. Nice. Um, so really what I taught the agents was just how to control a conversation, control a room, um, you know, navigate through a a consultation, you know, things like that. Um, nice. That's really what I focused on. So, so you put it that way, yeah, I, I did make sure that the communication levels were were high for the agents that, that were on the team. The commitment to learning the process had to be high, um, and, and you know we we didn't we haven't had much turnover. I mean we nice. had we started out with five agents, and uh, when we started when we started the team in 2019, we started with five agents. Mm,
0: nice,
1: By the nice. end of 2020, we had four. Nice. You okay. know, and okay. then uh, 2020 tw- at the end of 2020, we added four more. So then started 2021 with eight agents. And those same eight agents were around when we launched the firm back
0: in April nice, so, nice. Now, we're, now we're sitting at 15 total so okay 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 so so let me ask you something here let, let's talk about that part of, of of the business side you said you had five you came back to four you know i think a lot of times you know you see particularly on social media people always highlight the highs and they don't they they minimize oh, the actually the issues right the 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 mm-hmm. the part where the the broker the agent may say nah this ain't for me i decided to leave or maybe, and I'm not saying this was your case, or maybe a certain system was in place that the competitors was offering, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and again, for just for full transparency, you know, when I, like when I started my brokerage, you know, we 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 lost probably about four, about four, and even though they never produced anything, right. but the fact because they, they was team, uh, uh, I call it company jumping, right? Mm-hmm, just trying mm-hmm. to see, okay, if the grass is green on the other side, um, <laughs> yeah, and it happens. The, the, uh, so with that, the only thing it did was just always, it it allowed me to fine tune and say, okay, well, what, what we could have done just a little bit better for the next one. So my point in saying that is as you have the 15, and again, you'll continue to get more. Mm -hmm. Are you steady fine tuning just like a business always, always looking at the books and what can I
1: do better? Yes, about I think I think that's important, right? I just had a uh, interview yesterday with a young lady mm-hmm. uh, who was interested. She asked me what my uh, my five year plan was for mm-hmm. the brokerage, mm-hmm. and I told her. I said, I said, you know what's funny? And I said, I have just had this conversation about two months ago with somebody else. <clears throat> I've actually scrapped my five year plan for mm-hmm. my business, mm-hmm. and I said she she asked me why, and I said, well, because five years ago I didn't predict this. You know, I didn't predict being where I am right now five years ago. And if I would have stuck to that five year plan just because of my five year plan, you know, I I might have been somewhere else or might have been stagnant. I said, so, you know, with that being said, you know, you're going to have things that come up that you have to either adjust, uh, you have to learn from. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's important for any leader, any any business owner to mm-hmm. take into consideration what's happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think criticism is huge. I have an open book, open door policy with every agent at my firm. I'm like, hey, look, if you see something that you think might work, bring it to me. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm open to criticism. Or if you see something that I offer, that is not working tell me why and let's see if there's something we can scrap there's always going to be something out there that's going to help Now it's not going to help every single agent but I need to be in a position where I'm making sure that I'm providing the right tools for you so every day is literally an adjustment a learning curve Um, but I tell every agent coming on understand we are a small business and a startup I'm not going to have the bells and whistles right now I've got, I've got what's gotten us here and I'm making adjustments to get us to another level, but I need you to understand that before you join. And as long as you understand that, we're gonna work together and we're gonna get to the next level together. Um, but I think that's important for any kind of business leader to have that uh, mindset going into a new business or uh, a
0: new launch of their business. Hey guys, thank you for watching our show. We are gonna interrupt you real quickly. We are in the business of referrals. If you know someone looking to buy or sell residential or commercial here in the North Carolina area, refer us. We really appreciate that. Awesome. Well, I, I like that, brother. You, 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 just kudos to you. You said so many good things in that, and just in that, in, in that section. The fact that you said. Uh, uh, you have to be able to take criticism. I can say constructive criticism, right? Yeah. And, and and to be open for feedback, because I think a true leader is the one who's willing to listen and take suggestions, right? All it right. can't be, hey, I know it all, you know nothing. You yeah. you will fall, your business will collapse. Yeah. <laughs> After a while, if you have that kind of attitude, right? I agree. Yeah. Um. So let's peel back a little bit. And again, I didn't want to go too far ahead, but when you said, you know, that I had to just kind of dive and see, you know, how we you know, cause when you bring a broke on with. know your approach to that okay so uh uh been in the business you said okay okay that that was that itch you know getting into the game uh you started with another brokerage and and one thing about our show brother we be transparent and we keep it real and honest please the former brokerage you was at Mm -hmm. was it uh 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 two questions here was it a representation of us and was it uh 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 Were we we cherry-picked, so to speak? Or was it, or was we getting the attention? And let me tell you the reason why I'm saying this, because again, I started at a large brokerage, right? We had the number one team, right? for the last four years I was in, it's made sense to cut the bill of record and move on, right? And, but some of my, uh, uh, two of my buyer's agents, who happens to be sisters, African-American, and they would just get ignored. And that bothered me, right? But with me, if I said something hopping to skip and get Mike anything he wants. But my right. team members, they wouldn't even acknowledge that, right? So my point in saying that, did you see any of that at the former brokerage that made you say, I gotta get my own thing going? Uh
1: I will tell you that I didn't I didn't see the neglect. Okay, uh, okay. because at the former broke at the brokerage I was at before. So I was at two different brokerages. So okay. the first brokerage I left. To start the team at a different brokerage. Okay. The reason I left that firm was similar to what we're talking about, but mm. with the opposite neglect, right? Mm. Uh, I was I was a top producer at this firm. Mm-hmm. Um, I had I. I I mean, I think that was, that was my first year full time, 2017, first year full time. Two a couple of years prior to that, I was part time trying to do other things. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2017 was my first year full time, mm-hmm. and about $6 million at the end of that year. Nice. I made the turn, I made the turn uh, 2017 into 2018, and I wanted more. I kept looking up, and I was the top agent. I was the top, you know, in the top five all the time. Correct. Okay. Top, but I was the only black person in the top mm-hmm. five, or at the top mm-hmm. anything. Uh, so a lot of the progression of, of where I wanted to go was, all right, well, how do I get luxury? How do I get to a different price point or or get a different audience outside of my sphere mm-hmm. uh, to generate more business? Because I just did $6 million last year off of my sphere. Mm-hmm. They're not buying houses no more. They already bought their house. So mm-hmm. now how do I get more business? So the thing that bothered me the most was... At that time in 2017, you got to remember I mean, I don't know where, how it was in your area, but in Charlotte, North Carolina, it was
0: very uh, white. OK, very white. Uh, Actually, it's worse, brother. I mean, I mean, to interject on that yeah. because the African-American population is much lower than Charlotte. But go ahead. Yeah. So I mean, you're talking you're talking correct, I mean, correct, correct. Old, old white women, right? That was that That's was correct, what correct. It
1: was. So uh, a lot of the methods that I would tr- I was using the game business was not something that was traditional, right? I, it was the 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 start. I will say the start of the Instagram uh, era of real estate mm-hmm. or of small business when people started posting pictures and doing this, you know, closing days and things like that. When people started doing that and making big deals out of it, that's where I was trying to go with it, right? It was I want to do a photo shoot. I want to do uh, a closing day video, uh, and my broker in charge just didn't understand that. She didn't understand where. Uh, we were in in the times and then i started asking those questions right how do i get into this uh luxury market how do i get into this Mm -hmm. a lot of a lot of the answers that i got was all you got to do is all you got to do is and i kept saying well if it was that easy i'd be doing it but it's not all you got to do with you know so because they were looking at it from a different aspect they were looking at it from you know that that their their white skin of of not having to think of consequences, or can I put my face on this marketing? Can I put, you know, my name on this marketing? You know, if it's not a traditional name, is somebody gonna look at that and go, uh, he don't know what he's doing? Or, you know, again, the height of social media where people were starting to look up people, right? I'm putting my name on this, and they look me up. Are they gonna be happy with what they see? Are they gonna mm. trust that I know, you know, uh, you know, the luxury market? So those are the responses I was getting and I wasn't satisfied with those responses. So for me, it was, you don't have the answers, I gotta go. And it's because of that disconnect between whether it be racial or just not understanding where we are with the times, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: shifting into the social media era of sales. Um, so there was there were a couple of things that led to that
0: change. And those were those are the two biggest things that led to the transition of going to a different brokerage. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's interesting that, uh, uh, you know, a good friend of mine, uh, she happened to be at a large broker in, in, in Georgia, and she was kind of a little hesitant about opening up her own shop, top broker. And she ended up finding out that the administration was trying to steal her business, right? Because hmm. she was the top dog, and the front office, front office perceptions made her aware of it. So she opened up a business. Best things ever happened to her. She got about sixty-five agents still killing it. Um, she's yeah. doing extremely well. So my point in saying that is sometimes that. That uh, the moments of discomfort, the moments of "Wow, y- y'all doing this? Let me go do my own thing," right? So, and I think as as God making it happen. Yes, that's, that's it. That's it, man. That's that's really what led
1: to it, man. It's just mm-hmm. starting to see starting to see that what's what's in my mind was a lot more valuable than mm-hmm. you know what these firms were offering. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, not not saying that these firms didn't offer a lot. They offered right. a lot, but if it wasn't useful for my business. Correct. Right. Know, or if I didn't find value in it, then why am I staying? Exactly. Uh, you know, it's just one of those things, man. But yeah, I agree. I think this, this to me, even right now, four or four, five months in,
0: yeah, five months in, I think this is probably one of the best moves I made in my career. Oh, definitely, so brother. Time. I would. I would. <laughs> I don't even know you like that, brother. But I can <laughs> tell you that yes, yeah. you made you, you made you made the best decision, and you yeah. look back and say, man, I'm glad I that mm-hmm. happened. Yep. Let, let, let me ask you something here in terms of you mentioned. Part-time to full-time. Mm-hmm. Um, when I start out, I tried to hold on to a job for a couple of years and I said, you know something? I'm going full steam ahead. I'm right, mm-hmm. giving this up. I can always get a job. Yep. What was it with you to say, I got to give this 110% commitment. I got to go for it, to go yeah. full-time. So I I have
1: these things that I call God winks, right? Some people call mm-hmm. them coincidences. I call them God winks, mm-hmm. right? And it's, um, I got that from a friend of mine, actually in real estate school. When I was in real okay. estate school, he started he started using that terminology and I said, I'm gonna steal that. I'm gonna steal that. Okay. I know, right? <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, so 2015 when I got my license, I got my license August 31st, 2015. Okay. September 23rd of that same year, I got fired from my job. Mm. So, all right, that's guy wing number one, right? Got you this license now. Go we'll use it, right? Mm-hmm. September twenty third, all the way until January fifteenth of twenty sixteen. I didn't have a job. Wife was taking care of the bills. I was trying to. I was trying to make real estate work. Didn't understand. Didn't really know what to do with mm-hmm. real estate because mm-hmm. uh, you know you getting in. It's like, what do I do? So I, again, being at the wrong place, wrong brokerage not being able to have that information available as to help me get to get started ended up getting another job in the insurance business uh working insurance from uh january 15th all the way to the end of the year and at, when i i hated that job i hated it. i was never a nine to five kind of person um, I, I, I hate sitting still. I'm not a, you know, even even at that job, I had the, the, the raising desk. I would stand up and work, you know, things gotcha. like that. So I could, I just couldn't be still. Okay. Um, but I had, I had this. Man, I had one night, man, uh, July July 3rd, 2017, which was in that transition of doing it full time. July 3rd, 2017, man, I went to a uh, Burger King, and a lot of my friends, followers. Know the story because I, I do the anniversary of it every year on Facebook. Okay. Okay. Uh, July July third, twenty seventeen, the day after my mom's birthday. Um, uh, go to a uh, Burger King, uh, for the for the wife and kids, and literally, bro, had two dollars and seventy three cent in my bank mm. Car got declined at Burger mm. King. And I said, I'm, you know, I, I literally, luckily I had some some gambling money left over from like in my Venmo account, used okay. that to pay for the food. And I immediately went into a, uh, just a parking spot and just cried. And I mean, I got two kids at home, you know, I had a house to pay for. I'm like, I'm not being the man of the house right now. So I had this, this moment and just, just, I mean, let it all out. I screamed, all kinds of stuff in the parking lot, man. It was like nine o'clock at night. And I just literally got outside the car and said, all right, reset. You know, like just uh, just just reset and uh you know, you know, talking to God, having you know, conversation. After, That's you know, it. Like, hey mm-hmm. man, I gotta do mm-hmm. something. Uh-huh. I just had this uh just thought, man, and just got back in the car and, and reset, went home, woke up the next day, called my dad and said, Dad, you know, I, I gotta I gotta do something, I gotta quit, I gotta do something. I'm having, you know, these thoughts, it's not healthy for me. Mm. My, dad, my dad said, uh,
0: you know, quit your job. Quit. Quick commercial break. If you're interested in a career in real estate, or you're a seasoned vet, and you might want to change, new environment. You don't like the atmosphere you're in. The Hedley Group Realty could be there to assist you with your career. What do we offer? Great culture, great environment, leads and awesome commission structure. Let us be there to support your business. One thing, you gotta be in the state of North Carolina. Let's get back to the show. Uh, so yeah
1: i quit 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 the job and i said well i'm not going back to what i was doing september 2016 to january i said i'm, I'm gonna make it work i gotta figure it out and uh literally when my dad told me to quit i did, this comfort came over me man it was like you're doing the right thing but we're gonna do it right this time and uh yeah so july 3rd july 4th or july 3rd 2017 was when i had that thought came back to work on the 5th because the 4th was a holiday and uh yeah, for my two weeks noticing. Wow. wow, that was it, man. Just really, just just I had a
0: conversation. Just it was time to time to do something different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you know, so many businesses uh, uh, and success stories started because of that discomfort, that that pain, and and it's like I don't want to touch that again. Yeah. That's why I've always uh, uh, admired and really want that uh, broker. Who, who probably and I, I don't wish this on anybody who failed the test four or five times but still kept going right yeah. and because yeah. that when they get licensed oh they're beasts yeah. right they yeah. because because what that tells me is that oh, that hunger is there and yeah. we know being in this business that's one of the keys you gotta have you gotta always be hungry so to speak yeah. right yeah. um transitioning to you out there selling you're making it happen mm-hmm. we all had one two, I probably got a thousand of them. A deal, where you yep. wanted to say, listen, by listen, seller, boy, you are driving me crazy because you are not listening to me. I'm telling you what needs to be done. Either yeah. we reduce the price, or we, you know, you get you know, get repairs, whatever thing may be. What was that one deal that had you like, oh man, this is hell, but you end up closing yeah. it anyway? Em- immediately, I, immediately, I think back to you talking about
1: the highest of highs, right? That first, so for us, again, I don't know your market, but for us, a million
0: dollars- I'm in Greensboro.
1: So, so okay, so even with that, right? Right, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. With, with us, that first million dollar deal, you go, I got a million dollar deal. I got a million dollar listing, I'm so excited, I'm happy. So the highest of highs. Okay. I get this million dollar listing, man. Uh-huh. And we do everything, I mean, from the beginning, I give him the whole plan as to who are we are gonna sell to, uh who we can market to who my network is the the people i know that have money i'm like these people are going to put me in places to to do this i get this uh i get this listing on march march 5th or 6th something like that It was like the week before You'll, you'll know why i know but march 6th or 7th of 2020 okay Okay. I get this million dollar listing. Okay. I know where you're going. <laughs> and, gotcha, gotcha, okay. And it doesn't go live until they don't want to go live until May 1st.
0: Cool.
1: Right? They like, right. hey, you know, March 6th, 7th. It's a beautiful house. It's in a it's in a uh a, a gentrified neighborhood in Charlotte. And it's um can it sell at that price point? Yes. And it was coming furnished, right? They were furnishing the whole mm. home. Perfect house. A very recognizable home. If you see it today, but like, oh yeah, that's that's a nice house. Mm-hmm. The next week, the world shuts down. That's it. Very next week, the world shuts down. You mean to tell me you want me to sell a million dollar house when people are no longer, or what we thought, nobody is spending any money? So, so here's what we gotta do. And I gave him this whole strategy. I said, look, we're going, we're still gonna sell it. I'm gonna push it to my NBA players that I know, to push it to the NFL guys that I know. We're gonna get some eyes on it. We got a a good bit of eyes on it. People came and saw it, but the people were just nervous to spend that money at that time, right? And we went live in May. People didn't know they would need to have, you know, I want to have all my cash. I don't want to spend it because the world is shut down. So it, it wasn't necessarily the sellers itself. It was more so the situation. Uh, but I ended up parting, well, I ended up cutting that deal short and parting ways with the seller because I said, you know, guys, you know, if you're not going to allow me to give you the strategy and you mm-hmm. use the strategy, or if you're not going to allow me the time to sell this in a proper market, you know, I this is, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, so i let that one go about three and a half months into listing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just one of those things, man, you know, it's like, Sometimes you gotta be able to say yes. Sometimes you gotta be able to say no. But you gotta understand when that time is. But that that deal itself took me back,
0: man. Just just thinking about it. that's probably one of, that was the best moment and the worst moment at the same time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Got you, got you. So you, you was you had the gumption enough to fire a client, right? I did and, and you got to know, you got to be aware yeah. of that, right? And I and I definitely tried to you know school the team or any other. Brokers may come out to me asking ask me a question, too. There's nothing wrong with firing a client, right? You don't have to dance to their every tune, right? So kudos to you on that. Brother, what, uh, what specializations do your brokerage specialize in?
1: So we cover anything from a fifty thousand dollar home all the way up to a million point million point two is what we is our max right now is what we've sold so far the highest
0: brother you sound like me
1: Yeah, man. <laughs> take so, it all <laughs> yeah we'll take it all man you've we, got, got everybody for you we help you know i've got a couple ladies that'll help with renters um nice. i've got i've got a couple of ladies that specialize with investors nice. um you know so we cover everything from you know again that price point and up. Uh, uh, but we're not afraid to, you know, get dirty, you know, new construction, first-time mm. homebuyers. Mm. I've had, I had a client that we were working with for almost three years. The mm. you know, first-time homebuyer, you know, preparation. Wow. So, you know, we're not, everybody's not going to buy right now. We understand that. Correct. And that's huge. It's all about educating. Man. As long as you that's educate right. the people and let them know, you know, what the market is right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, what it may be trending towards. You know, we're not gonna give you false information. We're not gonna, you know, have you operate off of fear.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Correct. I, I Correct. know some
1: agents that do that. Yes. But uh, so we're not gonna operate off of fear, man, but we cover anything and everything, man.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and just to uh, uh, piggyback off what you were saying is that you you dealt with the client for three years. Actually, I had one like that. <laughs> Uh I've always said and I tell the team, you do lead generating, we do follow up lead generating. They may not be ready right now, right? But give them about a couple of years, six months, five months, but you gotta stay in touch with them because yep. the last thing you want is they run into him in the supermarket. They said, Oh, I thought you wasn't calling anymore. Uh I use John Doe down the street. You're like, what? Yep. Because you didn't. Yeah, social media it. makes it even worse, man. Social That's right. Because so now right. you get to see them with their picture with the keys. And, correct. Correct. And, and <laughs> I just, know, right? We with each other? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, uh, uh, so, 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 Jarell, brother, yes. as we wind it down, and like I said, you see how quick this went by. You know, you gave lightness yeah, of me light, yeah. so much great information. Is there a question that you want me to, that you would like to answer that I didn't ask? No, man, I think I, I, I will say
1: uh, for people that are interested in getting into the business, mm-hmm. you know, um, okay. get in it, get in mm-hmm. it, find out if it's for you. I think, you know, a lot of agents will tell you, you know, will try to, again, fear, you know, try to tell you, oh, man, you're not ready for this. It's a lot mm-hmm. of work. You know, Yes, it is. But I think, you know, I tell people all the time, man, we you know, we were we were being interviewed uh, a while back uh, by some other people. And one of the things they said was, is, you know, is it hard? And I'm like, you know, being a real estate agent, it's not hard. It's the commitment to being a good one. It's that's hard, right? You have to literally commit to being a good agent. Um, and that takes, you know, doing the legwork, the, the farming, the, you know, building your craft, right? Understanding, reading about it, understanding what's happening in the market and how to, uh, you know, operate within that market. You know, don't tell me, that it's a seller's market and you got 22 buyer leads. You know, tell me it's a seller's market and you got some listings. How did you get those listings? Um, so it's just, it's just one of those things, man. If you want to get into business, get into business. Uh, I, I welcome you. Uh, but I do say, be ready when the time comes where you have that listing, where you have that buyer client and be open to understanding that you're working with the agent on the other side, not against them. Uh, I think that's one of the things that these newer agents don't understand. They come in ready to, to argue, ready to to negotiate whatever they think their their skill set is, and they end up working against uh, the other agents. And it's a very small world. So just know that agents remember those agents <laughs> that uh, that didn't
0: do so well on their last deal. So if you wanna if you wanna be that agent, go right ahead. You know, some brother, we got to get a part two on you, man, because I can <laughs> rattle a whole hour on that part there. How we're the hey, we're working together, even though you're more experienced yeah. and the other person's inexperienced. Hey, listen, let's work together. Common goal is bring these parties to closing together. It ain't you against me, right? Yeah. But so, yeah, brother, so, um, listen. Uh, Jarrell, you really lightened the audience with some great insight. I mean, not just from a real estate standpoint, just business. The brother yes. shared his story. He was vulnerable and he shared his success as well. And he shared, hey, there's nothing wrong with finding a client, you real estate people out there. Uh, Jarrell Fields with uh, New War Real Estate Group is in the Charlotte area and his brother is making great things happen. And brother, we want to thank you for being on the Heady Group Real Estate Show. And... Uh, before we wrap it up, we use the axe for two, but we're running low on time. Give the audience one golden nugget before we go. One golden nugget. One golden nugget. Get
1: be comfortable being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. That's the only way to be successful. You gotta you gotta be very comfortable being uncomfortable. Put yourself in some situations that that will make you uncomfortable and test your your uh,
0: what you what you think you know and. You'll find out what kind of person you are real quick. Listen, brother, some fabulous stuff right there. Listen, we see you all next time. And thank you for being on the Heavy Group Real Estate show. Oh, and Jarrell, we'll have all your, your 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 social media handles. Perfect, man. I appreciate all you having right. me, man. Definitely. All right, thank you. Thank you. Hey gang, I hope you really enjoyed that show. Our guests provide us some great tips and insight, and please support them all social media platforms. And well, while I'm saying that, support us on all social media platforms and don't forget watch the entire video on youtube we'll see you next time